Hi, I'm Nicola. And I'm Jay Percy. And welcome, welcome to the, the Afro Animist Podcast. We are two animists and spiritual practitioners exploring the secular through the spiritual, discussing life experiences through a sacred lens. Each week we share our experiences and dive deep into everything in life, from philosophy, metaphysics, obeah, occultism, shamanism, culture, healing, nature, animism, the arts, pop culture, conspiracies, psychedelics and witchcraft. Nothing is off the table in these discussions which aim to get to the heart of what it means to be spiritual and Afro-diasporic in an increasingly sterile and authoritarian world. We keep it real whilst exploring the biggest mysteries of our multiverse. Join us holding this space to laugh, cry, debate, build community and tear down oppressive structures. Welcome, 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 beautiful, beautiful being of the multiverse to the Afro Animist podcast. You're here with me today, Joe Percy. And me, Nicola Roth. And we have, like, seriously, I'm so excited about this. So, so excited about this episode today because we're talking about human design with an amazing master human designer. Um, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago. I, we did a human design, well, a few weeks, a few months ago, we did a human design episode where we spoke about the fact that we really wanted to know more about human design <laughs> and we've managed to manifest that. <laughs> we manifested so, that experience. We manifested it, <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know, Jay, do you want to introduce Angie? Yes, I am very, very, very happy to be um, announcing today that we have the wonderful Angela Lundy on our podcast. Um, We're so happy to have you, Angela. Angela is pursuing a lifelong journey to live a life of purpose. After spending years trying to find the one right way, she realized that we are all so unique, there isn't one way at all. She She decided to use human design by herself and now on her clients um, to really get intentional with her life and how she operates in alignment. She is a 6-2 manifesting generator. With this, she lives a multi-passionate life doing things that she loves. She loves human design, astrology, and gene keys. In her coaching, she brings brings in meditation, journaling, and hypnosis. Oh, I love the sound of all of that. That all sounds I know. so fabulous. What a path, yeah, what, a, yeah. what an interesting place to end up. It's, it's been a journey. I mean, I was definitely like the weirdest kid that laid in bed at night. Like, what am I here to do at like five years old? Like, what am I, why am I here? What is, why do these people all seem like they're in this like narrow little focus and I'm looking at this stars like why am I here (laughs) but um yeah it went it went all over the place and I would say 10 years ago I thought I was going to be like a a health coach I loved nutrition and health and and wellness and all of that and I thought I was going to make my body and my outer shell perfect and I was going to make everybody else perfect and and I had all this anxiety so I used you know food and supplements and everything like that to kind of keep it under wraps. And then, you know, I have um, the 2551, which Nicola has too, that will shock you into, no, you're not on the right path over and over and over. It just like slaps you almost. They call it the the shaman or priestess 
channel and it will like knock you down. And it knocked me down where food did not work, nothing worked. And I had to really um, learn meditation and EFT tapping and, and all of the tools to figure out that, you know, how to, how to calm myself, how to calm um, all of this anxiety, how, you know, and, uh, and then I just figured out there wasn't one right way. And, and that's when human design came into play. And then I was like, whoa, you know, I told everybody, you need to stop eating gluten, you need to stop eating dairy, you need to stop, you know, like telling everybody how to live their life in this one perfect, perfect way that they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. And now I'm like, no, everybody has their own path. Everybody has their own way of eating, of looking at the world, of taking it. And I'm like, whoa. And, and so now <laughs> my family all, they don't really understand what I do. They're starting to a little bit more, but they're just like, wow, you're just a nicer person. You're not trying to like change me, you know? Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Our, our families don't understand what we do either, do they, Jay? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've got the odd one or two. I think you you and I both have the odd like cousin who's like really, really on the same wavelength, but everyone else is um, sort of like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> You're a weirdo, yeah. Yeah, telling us how to evolve spiritually. Please be quiet. <laughs> so Angie... Do you prefer to be called Angie or Angela, first of all? So I just nicknamed I, you. I love when people call me Angie because that's like what my family and my friends always call me. But I always introduce myself as Angela and I don't know why. It just, I, I, I feel like, oh, I'm all prim and proper and this is what my name is <laughs> to people yeah. who don't know me. But then I'm like, feel weird when people call me Angela because I'm not really. I'm like, Angie or Angie. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I totally get you I because I'm exactly know. the same I'm exactly the same Jay keeps on saying to me like what is your name on this podcast like what is your like actual name because it you know I do the same I'm like Nicola Nicola is my name I'm going to intru- introduce myself perfectly and properly but please just call me Nick or Nikki because otherwise it's kind of weird and I feel like I'm a bit in trouble and it's then it's too proper so yeah okay Angie uh-huh. All right. I agree I agree I'm like <laughs> so i like just having the one syllable (laughs) yeah jay's got it easy jay does have it easy um so will you tell us a little bit about so for our listeners that have absolutely no idea what human design is like what is this new thing that everyone is talking about human design well, I would say pause this episode, go to any of the websites that you, you can pull up free human design profile. I really like Jenna Zoe. She has, um, it's thehumandesign.com. I like hers because you get to see like how you digest and how, you know, like you get to see all those things too. So I really like that one, but you can go to, you know, just like free human design profile, pull it up. And once you get that up, it'll tell you, you know, your type, your strategy, um, your signature and all of that. But human design, I love human design so much because it's so practical. You know, it's like, this is the mechanics of how you are. This is how your energy flows. This is how you show up. This is how people see you. This is how, you know, you kind of see yourself. This is how when you're in the, you know, everybody wants to get into alignment, right? Oh, buzzword, alignment. Am I in alignment? Am I not in alignment? (laughs) Like, this is how you get into alignment. It tells you, 
if you're feeling this, you're not in alignment. This is how you feel when you're in alignment. This is how you see the world. Mm -hmm. This is how you show up. This is how, uh, when you are in alignment and living your purpose, this is how you do it. And that's what I love so much. And it can get, you know, foggy and, and, and I'd love anybody that wants to, to, you know, to find their human design reader, come to me and we'll kind of try to clear it up, but it's a, it's a journey. It's not a, you know, snap your fingers and you're in alignment kind of thing, but it takes astrology, um, the time that you were born and the time that you were designed, which is 88 days before your birth. So you get two astrology, you know, one side is your personality, one side is your, um, your design date, your subconscious things you might not know about yourself as much, but other people probably do because they see it, you know, coming out. Okay. It takes all those and it puts it into a body graph that combines kind of the Chinese I Ching to make all the gates and it has the chakra system in there. So you can kind of see where the energy is in the different chakras. And it combines it all in this way that, you know, once you really embody it, you can just see how the how the design is working, what it's connecting to, what it's disconnecting, where it's putting you and they call it the not self, which is always just focusing on what you don't have and what society says you should have and not what you do have, right? <laughs> yeah. okay, and yeah. so you take all of that and, and, and you get this chart and you're just going to be like, whoa, what is it? So we can try to break down like the type and things like that if you'd like. Or... Okay. Well, thank I, you for that explanation. Yeah, we... I I'm really looking forward to how the rest of this episode like delves into this. Um, I've been so excited for this. She's done both of our charts and mm -hmm. then looked at our charts together, and it's just mind blowing. It's absolutely mind blowing how you've been able to break this down yeah like yes, seriously I, I... sorry I was just gonna say I was just gonna big you up even more and just say like actually such an amazing reading so clear broke down everything like everything and I feel like sometimes you get readings I've had a lot of readings and a lot of the time the depth you know it's sometimes hard to to be able to find the depth and you really gave it to us like so anyway please Continue. <laughs> I will say if somebody wants um, a, just a little bit, a, a little piece, and they just want like, I just want to understand this in a little bit. Um, mm. Don't, don't book a reading with me because I can't I want to I'm like, this is recorded, you can read it, you can look at it a million times, this is gonna be a lot, I'm gonna blow your mind, your mind's gonna hurt at the end. But I want you to understand how this works. Like I just want to give it to you come to me give it to and you know if somebody wanted to coach with me or something we would take it week by week and really you know like reset those things but if somebody comes to me for a reading I want to give them everything and then they can rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it but they have it you know mm. I'm a teacher I really want to teach <laughs> you know teach you who you are no. I just think it's so beautiful that that's what your purpose is um, because um, we, we can go out and learn so much about ourselves in the world, but to have someone who's a dedicated teacher to helping us get closer to our more authentic self, that's, that's a really important thing. I feel like you're doing, you know, God's work here. I mean, God in the loosest way possible. <laughs> Um, so I, I mean, I do. I get down on my knees every night and I'm like, please just take me out of it. Let me 
let me do it the right way. You know, I'm just yeah. trying to surrender as much as I can. I mean, this is this is amazing because I feel like this is the way that you actually can genuinely support and help people I feel like we're very good at, at taking prescriptions and get and just kind of following what we should do but take being able to give somebody essentially that responsibility to understand how to do this for themselves to pass on that knowledge in a way is just super super important I feel especially with this kind of work because we can sometimes we can try and skirt responsibility with these things if I'm honest when I probably Definitely. when I looked at human design first of all I was was looking for some excuses <laughs> <laughs> and what I found is that actually they were no they're not excuses are they <laughs> but there are reasons why and it helped it's yeah. it's it can be hard like you know you have an emotional way Nicola or I'm gonna call you Nikki now you gave me permission okay yes please. <laughs> um but you you have an emotional wave and that that can be hard but I love my emotional wave now. I really do. I I spent a year, um, I think it was 2020. It was like COVID. And I had read something about gratitude and this and that. And I thought, I'm going to spend this year in gratitude. And I really did. It was a really calm year for me. Everybody else, the whole world is like falling apart. And I'm like, I am calm. I love my coffee. I love, but I I had figured out a way to not trigger my wave. And so I wasn't having any of the highs and I wasn't having any of the lows. I was so neutral on everything. And it was really nice in a way. But then I was like, I didn't come here to be neutral. I came here to experience the highs and experience the lows. And now I'm like really triggering this wave sometimes. And and the lows can be really hard. (laughs) It's like, this this is it. You know, if I want to come forth and do these big things, these scary things and get really excited, I'm going to have to go to the depths of despair later on and be like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. See, this is just like, when you explained this to me, when you were doing the reading, I really, I struggled with this one because it's, it is completely and utterly true about me. (laughs) Like there's no doubt I live through just like multiple emotional waves and I feel like I have down waves, like more than I have up waves, but they're both quite extreme. And it's to kind of have something that gives you the understanding as to why you would have that and actually how to work with that and see it as a benefit has been really, really useful. Like to be able to understand like that kind of, like I kind of take that neutral um, or the down, the emotional wave time, sorry, as like the times when I should, like you were saying, shouldn't maybe be out in the world doing things and like engaging with people those are the times when I should be kind of resting like maybe beginning to birth ideas and all that kind retreating. of stuff and that has been retreating yeah I oh, I do love to retreat see I just need to get to the place that you're at Angie where you know <laughs> I love this talk about kind of like really living your design and becoming to a place where you can really accept those things in yourself because I a lot of these things that came up in my chart anyway were, were things that actually I feel like the world has told me is not okay and that's why I haven't been able to kind of s- sit happily in those places go look I need to rest for the next like six weeks just don't fucking talk to me <laughs> it's never been okay <laughs> to do oh um, it's, it's funny it's like you're this manifester and the manifestors eight percent of the population and we're all told to kind of be manifestors right like go do it just go do it go create yeah. right but then they don't really take into account that this creative energy is like a burst, I'm going to go, I'm going to initiate, but then I don't have the energy to 
to do it all day long, every day for however long, like a manifestor has to retreat. It has to clear out its energy so they can be seen as kind of like lazy or reclusive or this or that. But it's really like you come in and you, you've got this, you've got this idea and you, you come in and you can do it, but then you need, you need those times that, and that wave, I think kind of helps you in a way. Some manifestors don't have that wave. So maybe they don't know to step back, but that wave does tell you like, oh, this is a great time for me to go out into the world. And when I speak, people can really connect with me, right? Your, your wave goes to your voice. It's like, when I speak, people can, can hear my emotions and my inner world and my, you know, like all of this, and I can really connect and I can really change people. Like the, the 1222 changes people, they initiate people into change and, and, and all this, but yeah, you have to retreat and you have to take that time and society doesn't say that's okay. No, definitely not. But it's, yeah, such a useful piece of information. Oh my gosh. Could you, could you actually um, explain, would you mind talking us through just what the types are so that yeah, everyone understands? Yeah, yeah. I love it. And you know what? I, I'm going to give the types and this is, it's not quite as bad as like a horoscope and in, in human or in astrology where you're like, ah, this is kind of, but it's, it's very broad, right? Like everybody has projector channels, everybody had, or not everybody, but you could have a projector channel and be a generator. You could have a manifestor channel and be a, you know, so it's not always perfect, but this is the type. This is the aura that these people carry. So we, we kind of talked about a manifestor. They're 8% of the population. Their type is they have a motor to the throat. The throat is the manifestation central. Everything's trying to get to the throat. When you have a motor to the throat, it's like you have an idea and you want to go do it. And so manifestors have this, this like, I've got an idea, let's go. And so um, we, we say to the manifester, they don't have to tell us what they're doing, but it's nice because they have this, this aura that you can't quite like my cousin is a manifester and all my life, I just wanted her to like me. Like I was so obsessed with her <laughs> and I just couldn't tell like, does she like me? Does she not? Where's she going? What's she doing? And I was just on edge all the time because she wasn't informing me of what's going on. And, and I was just like, following her around like what's she where's she gonna go what's she gonna do and so this 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 um strategy for a manifester is really to inform to tell people you know what you're gonna go do it's not asking for permission a lot of manifestors like i don't want to ask for permission i don't want somebody to tell me no but it's not asking for permission it's just letting people know because they have a really hard time reading you're so quick to move they don't know where you're going to go or what you're going to do. So the strategy of a manifestor is to inform, and that's just for other people, not for the manifestor. And then a signature of um, are you in alignment is this peace. Um, manifestors, when they're when they're at peace, they know that they've done everything they needed to do, and they're 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 at peace with it. The not self thing theme is anger, and it's just because they have this like, let's go. And somebody stands in their way. <laughs> like, don't, don't mess with that. I'm, 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 my energy is moving this way. Don't mess with my energy. And so it can be like a outburst of anger or a feeling. Um, a lot of manifestors actually have learned to kind of repress this because mm -hmm. it's not okay to be angry. <laughs> you know? um, oh, yeah. But that's just, 
<laughs> you know, I, it's like, yes, don't get in my way. It's okay. Like you can explain why you're angry, I think. But, but yes, then you have uh, the generators that are um, 35% of the population is a generator. 35% of the population is a manifesting generator. It's kind of um, the manifesting generator just has a motor to the throat, but they're still a generator. So we call them a generator type. Um, so 70% of the population is this generator like Jay um, that has the sacral that's, that that's fire, gets fired up. And when you are acting in accordance to your sacral, the sacral fires this really, really strong auric field that, that, um, that Nikki can feel, right? Because you're there and you're like, whoa, you know, when you get kind of excited and you start, you know, generating along with them. But they have this generator field, but it has to be lit up. The generators that I know are so um, burnt out. They're so exhausted. And and when somebody looks up their chart and they're like, I'm a generator, I'm supposed to have all of the energy, I'm create all of this energy, I'm exhausted. And it's because you're doing all these things you don't want to do. And the sacral only responds when it's lit up. When it's lit up, it fires up. Otherwise, we're stealing energy from here and we're stealing energy from here and we're just burning ourselves out. But when you're in acting in accordance, you have this sacral, yes, you go out there. A generator can work sun up to sundown on something. Like I love to work. I love human design. I wake up at 7 a.m. and I'm reading or looking at charts or, or looking. I have to make myself get up and move. And and but at 10 o'clock at night, I'm still like, man, I kind of want to read about that or I want to make this or because it's something I love. I could do it all day long. And there's always, you know, plateaus and retreat times or or things like that. But the generator is, they want to create something in this world and they, they just keep creating and keep moving. Um, But they're to respond. So if a generator is out there initiating, oh, I'm going to use my mind and be like, I want to do this and I want to do this. But they didn't check in with their body to make sure they had the energy. They're just you know, banging their head on the wall. They're, they're not getting anywhere. And when you stop and you, you get into a place of response and you're responding correctly, then your body just knows, like they call it the, um, the design crystal is, is just steering you exactly where you need to go. Like you don't need, and, and the generators are magnets. They're literally magnetizing the right things to them to respond. So you don't have to make it happen. And uh, then we have the projectors. Uh, they're about 20% of the population. My mom's a projector. My stepdad's a projector. I love, uh, my mom grew up with, you know, seven brothers and sisters and was very designed to be a generator. I'm sure most of them were generators in that house. And so she's always trying to keep up. She's always trying to do, 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 do. And I'm just like, Um, you got to stop. You got to stop. But my stepdad, he's a projector and he has got it figured out. He's a foreman. He goes, he tells the workers what to do. He goes home, he takes a nap. He's splenic. So it's a yes or a no for him. And he just, (laughs) if it's a no, no, I'm out, you know, get out of my space. And he just lives it very well. But these projectors, they can really see, they're here to kind of guide the energy. And so they can see like from a high um, like a bird's eye view. The generators are really busy creating in their little funnels a lot of times. And so the projector, if 
recognize could say, oh, maybe, you know, this would be easier way to flow your energy or this would, or they always have really good advice, but you have to ask them. If they tell you the advice and you didn't ask them, you're like, uh uh-uh, uh, you're I don't I don't want that. Stop telling me what to do, you know. But they're like my, I always tell projectors to be a light. Is it my boyfriend's a projector? This just sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love it. I love it. Well, this is what I would tell him is you are a lighthouse. You are a lighthouse and you signal out there that I have the information energetically. I know, I know. And let people come to you and then they're going to be like so grateful for it, right? But if they they didn't ask for it, they feel like you're telling, you know, like my mom is like the best. She's, I'll, I'll be telling a story and she's like, oh, and she'll tell me. And she has stories about why I shouldn't do this and why I, you know, and I'm just like, stop. I don't want to hear this. But when I call her and ask. I know she's got the information. I know she's going to tell me what I need, you know, guide my energy. And so, yeah, projectors, they're the ones I want to reach most sometimes because they can get so bitter because they are always, they have all of this information. They're like a gold mine, but they get shut down all the time. And so they can get really bitter about it. And, and I wonder if my husband's a projector. This is all... (laughs) A lot of this. Babe, I wouldn't. <laughs> I feel like that would make so much sense. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. He'll just give advice. It's like, I didn't ask for this. But if I ask for yeah. it, I'm happy to get it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. ask. No, I, I'm trying to teach my son. He's actually a generator, but he has a projected channel, the 1858, which is the channel of judgment. And he's a generator, but he comes out with this channel of judgment, which I love the channel of judgment. It can see every single thing that's wrong and how to fix it. But, you know, you have to ask. So I always ask him, I'm always like, how did soccer go? Oh, well, this, this was wrong and this was wrong and this was wrong and they weren't there and they should have done that. And blah, blah, blah. I did. Um, you, you are so good at figuring out what needs to be done, buddy. And I just always like praise that because a projector really wants recognized. They, they need to be recognized. They're, they feel successful when somebody says, wow, you're really great at what you do. That's what they want. They, they work to be successful at what they do, to be recognized. And when they're not, it's just very, it's very hard for them. I think it's one of the hardest. I mean, a generator, we have all this energy. I mean, I'm, I think a manifester can be hard too, especially if you're a child and your parents are like, don't do this and don't do this and don't do this. You know, you either you either feel shut down and you kind of retreat or um, you're just like the biggest rebel there is. My cousin was the biggest rebel. She was just like, I will leave the house. I don't care. You can't tell me what to do. Like just gone. Right. It's a little bit like that. Um, but in like yeah. an English, a prim I- English way. <laughs> I, I think that's better because when it's repressed it's really hard to get back it's like mm-hmm. um it's like oh you know I, I i don't i'm not a manifester i don't have that energy i don't have i can't you know shock you or go do what i want and it's just been so repressed and that's it's really hard to get that back so i'm glad you were a little re- rebellious <laughs> i don't think all my family and yeah. cousins were though <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm stressed out. It was yeah. quite shocking to me to watch my cousin like just walk out. Like 
her mom would say no and she'd just walk out of the house and I was like wow I, I, I love that. do that but <laughs> she sounds <laughs> awesome <laughs> uh, she she is I'm like trying to pin her down so I could do a reading for her she gave me her information um, but she's got the 1222 like you she's got I mean she, her her chart is a lot like you and I think that um, I don't really know how to because reaching out to her and saying, hey, can I do this would put her in a response. And really, she has to want to ask me for it. Right. And yeah. so it's 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 a hard. And so I will yeah. ask her for things because I can't get it to happen if not. And it'll take her like two or three weeks and she'll get it back to me. And when she's ready, right? Like she's what in. What you need to do is plant the seeds. Just like, yeah. oh. I was just thinking that, yeah. Design. Drop it into conversations. And then eventually she'll be like, see, you've been, I've been hearing about this human design thing. Human design. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I tell me about it. <laughs> okay, that's what, Nikki, that is really what I wanted because I understand um, manifestors the least out of all the types. You know, my mom's a projector, so I really understand that. My sisters are generators. My kids are generators. My husband's a generator. My best friend's a reflector. We'll get to that. So I really understand reflectors. Um, but yeah, manifestors, I don't have any manifestors that I'm close to. And so it's really hard for me to really understand that energy. And I understand that I shouldn't be, you know, trying to get anybody that's a manifester to respond to me but it's like hard to wait but i like that planting the seed just dropping dropping it yeah 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 that's what she needs a bit of reverse psychology make her think like it's um, her what's, idea what's a reflector <laughs> oh my gosh so reflectors are only one percent of the population so we don't all get so lucky to have a reflector in your life i feel like the luckiest person because growing up my uh cousin that i was closest to was it she's a reflector we're not close anymore she lives far away and when a reflector um you really have to be around them um because they take on they get where they want to be and they take on that kind of they they have every center open let's just say that they have no def definition in their chart they have some gates but they have no channels they have no um none of the little centers that you see are defined. They're all wide open. And anywhere that we're defined, we have um, energy in that to, to do it the same way every time, right? We have consistency. Um, a reflector doesn't have that consistency. They're wide open. They're always kind of tasting the world and tasting other people's auras. And they just, they can take in everything. Luckily for a reflector, I think the reflectors get told that they're like, um, the canary in the coal mine and they're so sensitive but they're really not that sensitive because they have this teflon on them and so the aura will come and they'll taste it but it just slides right off so they, mm. they actually have kind of a protection there but the reflector is really here to be that mirror for us so you know growing up i had a, my cousin was a reflector and we, she always mirrored my energy back to me and now my best friend I mean we talk every single day and I always know like when she started saying oh yeah we never start things or we never didn't follow through or oh we know this but we don't do it and she was saying it to me all the time I was like mm. oh my gosh I gotta stop the cycle and as soon as I stopped and I actually quit my job and I actually started doing this full-time she started writing her book 
like the story stopped. And I was like, okay, okay. But there's, they're always mirroring the reflector. It's really important. Um, their, their environment is really comfortable for them. That's the most important thing is they feel good in their home or if they're in a school or something like that, they really have to feel good in their environment. Um, but they're just really here to kind of reflect things back. They're very, they're the best person to bounce ideas off of, and they'll actually bounce their ideas off of you a lot because they're trying to hear it and, and get it reflected back to them too. And I don't, it's just a beautiful, beautiful design. I love, love reflectors. Wow. I, I know one, I know one person that is a reflector, um, and this actually, that explains so much. You've just given me like a, a much bigger deep dive into understanding that person. It's actually amazing. Yeah. And like, it, it's... it is. And it's not <laughs> like they don't have their own, you know, sometimes reflectors are kind of made to feel that they don't have their own like ideas or, you know, whatever. But that's not really true. They're, they really just have to make sure they're in the right environment because whatever their environment, they are going to reflect it. So they have to just feel really good with the people they're with and the, the environment that they're in. And then they know that they're correct, you know? That sounds really actual, actually useful. Like just being able to be in an environment and reflecting that, then you could put yourself anywhere you wanted to really and thrive in those spaces. That sounds really useful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, if you were starting a business and you could hire, I wish any reflector that wants to like consult or something, go out there and consult. Because um, if you were opening a restaurant or you were opening a business, if you could have a reflector come in your space and be like, ooh, this feels really good or this this energy is off here or something like that. They're really good at that. Okay. Hmm. See, I, this is why I need every single person I've ever met's chart, just to know. <laughs> I, okay, so I'm a naturalist in a lot of ways, but if we could just have these like special glasses or something that I could like tap yeah. aside and it would give me like their whole like chart and everything. And then I would know how to like, how to speak to somebody, how to, exactly. you know, like. <laughs> Because it's it's also like hearing all of these things and I, you know, I have massive self-confidence issues. I will literally always leave, and I think this is in my design, um, I'll leave a thing and I'll literally just be like, why did I, why do I exist right now? Like, why did I say those words? Da, 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 da. I make it all about me. And then I have to sometimes step back and go, hang on, these are all human beings. Like, how do you, how, do you know what I mean? What was their experience? Were they nervous? Were they good? Like, what was it? And <laughs> this just for me would help so much in just social interaction. And I feel like that's where it is. If you've got a bit of social anxiety, <laughs> understanding yeah, how well, people Well, you know, you're really, really powerful, Nikki. Like when you walk in a room, it's very powerful and it can put people on edge and you just have to know that you're you're the initiator. You're the spark. You could change somebody's life, and and that's a good thing, right? Like maybe it's uncomfortable for them. That's okay. Like that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh gosh, I really have to like. It's so hard to hear this. Even you say such a, like a beautiful sentence, like it's like and about the power and that kind of thing. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can take that on. 
but I'm going to. This is going to be my like <laughs> New Year's resolutions. You to have accept. to. You have to. The whole reason we have no. this podcast in the first place um, is actually um, I'd initially gone to Nikki and said I I wanted to do some Instagram live sessions or something like that where we we talk about all of these types of things and um, then. It, for whatever reason at the time it's just like no let's just leave it and then she came forward and said why don't we do a podcast and I was like yeah that sounds like a great idea (laughs) and so it was her sparking off the idea of the podcast and then me responding to that which is why we're here today so that was very much all of that all of our chart in action which is I've yeah I do find this really interesting sorry Sorry, you go. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. Well, if Jay would have said, let's do this and forced it, it wouldn't have been the right timing. But the fact that mm. she waited for you to initiate and then she was able to respond, then you had the generator engaged and sh- not from her mind, like, oh, this would be fun. You initiated a response that her sacral said yes. And now you have the power of the sacral behind your podcast instead of just your idea you know and her sacral's like no and then you don't have the power or her idea but her sacral didn't respond and Mm. so she's forcing it like a manifester yeah it's balanced (laughs) it's great it is and you know what's so so interesting is like i think you said the other day jay like it's in hearing the strategies is really interesting because i feel like sometimes they can make you feel a bit limited so like as a generator wait waiting to respond or that kind of thing and then like you know so what do i just wait around for people to like to ask me to do things or like you said earlier so i just want to clarify this you said about generators magnetizing things to them and i thought that was so interesting because then that flips it in my brain and it kind of means that the man, uh, the generator almost like magnetizes, creates the, brings the opportunity forward. And then for example, like I'd step up yeah. and be like, oh, I've been magnetized to you. Here's the thing. Let's do it. <laughs> and that's kind yes. of what it, it yes. felt like. That's yeah. Okay. That is exactly how it works. And, you know, we talk about in the spiritual community, oh, surrender, surrender, surrender. It's a beautiful word, but it's like, what the heck? Does that mean? Do I not get to do anything I want to do because I'm in surrender? Well, I get to make a list. This is what I think is great. And it's always this or something better, right? Like we're never going to narrow ourselves into this is the only way, but oh, I really want to make a podcast. I am going to get that in my aura, get that moving. I'm going to magnetize the right people, the right things, the right place. And it comes. And that is the surrender. It's waiting for the right timing. Mm. I just need to be making lists or requests of things that I want into the universe and just waiting to see what comes back and then saying yes to it. Yes. And I, of course, my mouse doesn't want to work. I want to look, Jay. You are. So you're specific. So lists. Exactly. You want to make a list. And for anybody that wants to know what I just meant by saying that Jay's specific, if you pulled up your your design chart um, on like myhumandesign.com and you see the arrows and the right bottom arrow is whether you're specific or non-specific. It's facing the right. You just, uh, mine faces the right. It's like, how do I want to feel in my day? How do I want to feel in my life? How do I want to feel in my business? And it's just this kind of like 
overarching like theme or feeling. And then if you're specific, it's like, here's my list universe. Like I want this, 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 I want specifics, you know, (laughs) and that's how you, you bring it in. Okay. I think we're the same with that, aren't we? About the specifics. Yes. Yes. Actually, you're both exactly the same. You you need to write down your ideas. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. So I printed both of our charts, obviously, like I said earlier, and I and and it had the arrows on, and I was like, <laughs> Sorry. "Is that just?" I always get extra. <laughs> it's the lean. Don't, don't it's me- the, the dossier don't- lean. Sorry. Go. On, I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> don't, don't mute yourself. And I was just wondered. I basically just wondered, like, if because our arrows were the same, I was like, "Is that a mistake, or is that actually?" So two going to the right. Three going to the right and one going to the left for both of us. Yes, you have the exact same arrows. So <clears throat> that means that you take in information, you take in nourishment, you take in um, the world in the same way, you store it in your mind in the same way, you um, are flexible in your environment in the same way, and then you're the only place that you're specific because right is always more of a flow, more of a feminine you know, receptivity. And left is always okay. more specific, like boom. So that's the only place you're specific is kind of your manifestation style is very specific. Okay. Okay. Oh, my brain. Oh my gosh. That's I, re- I remember when I was at work, I, I it was a point in my relationship where my husband was just like, we're not going to travel because money. And I got really annoyed with that. So um, I decided to write a list of all of the places that I wanted to go to. And I just kind of put this under my desk at work. And then the job sort of changed up in that I had to travel for work. I hadn't remembered this list at this point in time. So I had ended up going a bunch of places. And then when I've cleared out my desk on like my last day of work, I found this journal with all of the places. And I had like so many of them just ticked off on the list. It's just like, wow, I hadn't even remembered that I'd put this all down and I got to see all of these places on my list. That's specific. Maybe I should be making more lists. Maybe this is where I... I wish you would. Can you write (laughs) down that I'm going to come to London because I want to come to London (laughs) so bad. Definitely. Bring Angie (laughs) to London. (laughs) Bring Angie to London. Get that list going, Jane. Yes, both of you, write it down. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like Jay Jay's amazing at this kind of thing so like if you want her to manifest you come into London you better be packing your bag now <laughs> I, I, moon's moving. <laughs> my moon's been in uh, Scorpio so we have like the progressions right your moon can progress mm-hmm. through these and my moon's been in Scorpio and it's been very like self-reflective and I've got to dive deeper and I've got to it's it's been a really deep two and a half years almost, um, but it's going to move into the ninth house, which is all about travel. And and I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> Ooh. Babe, my moon has just moved as well. So my moon was like di- my life for 10 years. So from 24 to 34, the moon was in control of it. And it, it meant that I couldn't do anything. I needed to just be reflective that whole time. And then smack bang at age 34, I'll be able to start moving forward and doing things. And actually that is literally what happened, isn't it, Jay? You were there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You'll be tra- we'll, we'll, we'll um we'll get the room ready for you, Angie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get the guest guest bed it. out. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um I wanted to ask you a little bit about just because I feel like a lot of people who will be listening to this probably won't know really anything kind of like where we started like what do all these words mean so when you talk about having defined and undefined centers can you just explain a little bit about what that means yeah we'll we'll just run through them really really quick so um we'll just start start top down right and these are kind of um chakra system too so like the crown chakra is um they they call that the head center um, if you have it defined, you just have a little bit more de- definition in how you kind of bring in information and inspiration. If you have it open, you just have like a lot more flexibility. It's like, ah, oh, this way and this way and this way. And usually this way and this way and this way, when I say that is logic, abstract, individual. So you always have like these three lines. One is, you know, logical, one is abstract and one is individual. And, um, Nikki, you're, an abstract thinker. So your thoughts are usually going to be in an abstract way. Um, Jay, yours is open, but you have like one of the individual and one of the um, logic channels defined. So you might kind of pull that way a little bit. Um, But yeah, then you go to the mind, which they call the Ajna, um, but it's just the mind. Um, It's that next, that pineal gland um, area of the body. And that has, you know, these different channels that could be defined or open and open is flexibility, maybe taking in when you're in a room with somebody, you could maybe really understand how they're thinking and reflect that if it's open, or you're kind of the one driving it, you know, if you have it defined, you can kind of drive it and you could even kind of place like that thought in somebody's open mind, you know. And then you go to the throat center, which is the manifestation center. It's a little square um, right in the throat of the body graph. And this is all about like bringing things to you, um, manifesting through words. You know, you guys talk about magic. Magic was always spells, right? Like speaking and creating, mm-hmm. right? And and that's what that's why they call the throat center the manifestation because it's like words have power. Getting it to the throat has the power to create. Um, and then you have the little triangle or what would it be like a diamond? And that's the G center. If you have that filled in, you just have a very defined direction in life. You know, wherever it is, it's always directing you in life. If you have it open, you still have direction, but you're always trying to pair up with the right person that kind of has that direction to get you there, you know? And you're always kind of tasting, you're tasting this culture and this person, and you can always really connect with people, you're very good at reflecting them back to them. Um, And then we'll move to the left side is the splenic center, that little triangle there. The splenic center rules kind of the body and the instincts. Um, And, you know, like if you have a splenic hit, they call it, you know, that's like that instinct. Um, And then if you go to the right side exactly the other side is the solar plexus which is the emotional center if you have that defined you have an emotional wave um so like nikki and i we both have an emotional wave that wave gets triggered and we're on a like a wave <laughs> like a literal like woo, high low whatever the wave is we're on it right 
Um, Jay has it wide open and that is a very, that's what we call um, an empath. And I feel like I have some empathic abilities, but I'm not a true empath. Jay is a true empath. That means her her solar plexus is wide open. She literally feels the emotions of other people um, like just 200% in her body. And so just being very aware, and this is not a bad thing. It's like, you are the screen, the emotion is the wind, you taste it and you let it fly right through you because it's not yours, right? And it's easier said than done, I understand that. But just knowing that when you walk into a room, other people's emotions are banging on you and it's not yours. It's it's for you to better understand that and better to understand all of the emotional waves. And and we go to school in life whenever we're we're open in something. That's where we came to like learn about other people and we came to kind of teach about us in the defined centers. Um, and then we have that, um, okay, we've got the square, which is the solar plexus right there. And I missed the ego, I'll go back up. Um, the square is that, that sacral, that fire, that creation um, energy. Um, if you have that defined, you're a generator no matter what. Um, if you have it open, then you're either a manifester, a reflector, or a projector. And that little little square that's kind of looks like it's in the heart center, it's part of the heart center, the, the G center was part, and the ego is the other part. That is the ego, the will center, um, willpower resides there. And, and we talked about that, Jay has that wide open. And I'm like, you don't have willpower, and that's okay, you know? And then Nikki and I, we both have this define. Nikki's even got more willpower because she's got, she's got the splenic willpower and the you know directional willpower. But it's like once that gets triggered, then you you can finish it, right? You have the energy to finish it. And if you have that open, it doesn't mean you don't have willpower. It just means like, hey, you're not here to like commit and go for it, right? Like you're here to every day check in, like, do I have the energy for this? Do I not? You know, where, and when it's open, sometimes people can be like trying to really show that they, they have willpower and they show that they're like, it's kind of like, I am enough. And there's all kinds of places for that. So don't think that even if you have it, you don't feel that, but it really, you're like always kind of trying to show up. Like I am enough. I am enough. See, I can work harder. See, I can, so we always watch for that. Um, and then that bottom square is the root center and the root center. Um, it's just got this pulse. Um, there's always a pulse with the root center. And if you have it open, uh, Nikki and I have it open. Uh, it can feel very stressful to be around other people's pulse because you feel like, oh, I got to do it right now. I got to do it. Oh, I got to get this off my plate. It's like a very um, like stress inducing. It's the adrenals. And, and if you do have that defined, then your pulse is a little bit more defined. Jay feels very grounded to me. I am not the most grounded person. I'm always trying to ground myself. But um, that that root really grounds um, and kind of, and you've got two format channels, Jay. Uh, so you're very, your energy really formats the room. Well, thank goodness you're my I, mate, Jay. That, I need some of that grounding. <laughs> <laughs> and I need some of your willpower. So this is great. It's a match made in do heaven. You know, do you know what, though? When you say words like willpower, and I see it in the chart, and I do understand it. I do understand it for me. But there is an, also an element of me where I feel like I have, like, none. 
<laughs> so to have two kind no, of places defined you definitely with it. do it, do I? It, okay, even cool. in the way we show up to this i know we need to do this regularly um for all of you out there nikki's the one that's like right we're showing up at this time this is what we're doing and we need to be doing this on a weekly basis <laughs> like there's consistency there <laughs> and i'm just yeah, like i've got obsessed. <laughs> Well, I will I'm just like, we'll get done. It will get done. It'll just happen. It just will. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Jay's one saying of my this favorite kind of channels. Go. Yeah. Sorry. No. No. Go. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. Well, one of my favorite channels is the five fifteen. So anybody who wants to look at their chart, it's that the square sacral and the little um, diamond. Um, the five fifteen is right there on the left, and the five fifteen is the 15 is the flow and the let's you know like it can go extreme here and test it and then extreme here and test it and it's very flowing and the five is like routine like let's do it over and over and over again to let's get this routine and my son has the whole channel and so he's a little bit more like he can flow when he needs to and he's got this routine that keeps him really healthy but i only have the 15 so i am like Oh, I'm just flow. <laughs> and, uh, and so Jay's got the 15. So it was just so funny to hear her say how she wants to flow. And then she's got the defined root. So my 15, you know, like when somebody's with a defined root, I'm like, oh, am I not doing what I need to do? You know, so I get a little <laughs> bit anxious about it. But the, the, so Jay's got oh, the 15 of flow and Nikki's got the five where she's like, hey, let's do it regularly. Let's show up. Let's routine this. And so together, you kind of really balance that out. <laughs> okay, that's, that's really good. Right. Because realistically, this probably wouldn't be happen if, happening if I said, it will just happen. You know, we will just record an episode and it will just be good vibes. No. Um, it probably <laughs> wouldn't happen if Nicola was a Jane, when you said We're going to record on this date. Go, go on. <laughs> when you said that to me, I had to be like, no okay we're going with the flow but in the way of like doing the thing like we're gonna do the thing this is the date this is the fucking time and then <laughs> it will flow from there <laughs> this is a, this is just so interesting and amazing to hear because again it just gives you it gives me so much more context for just like our relationship how it works why it works like all those places that balance us out it is actually quite I think my partner's quite jealous to be honest is worried that me and Jay are gonna run off together but she just got married this year so we into can't the sunset. <laughs> into the sunset <laughs> Manifesting no, and generating no, along no, the way. And I, and I understand that so much because you guys literally complete each other. You know, when you say like, you yeah. complete me, like literally, um, <laughs> Nikki's got the 48, which is like this depth, right? This well, this depth. And Jay's got the 16, which is like the skills, like do it over and over and get the skills. And when you have the whole channel, you're like, boom, you've got the depth and the skills. When, when Jay's not there, Nikki's like, Ugh, I just feel inadequate. I don't have enough skills. I don't know what, you know, like I just need more. And Funny, when Jay's there, she's, she's always like, saying like she needs the skills. She feels like she needs the skills. <laughs> and I do feel like Jay has them all. <laughs> <laughs> I know but things and I drink some wine. <laughs> it's just reaching for what you don't have and realizing, you know, like that depth. You know, my uncle always would tell me, you need to just dig a deeper hole, Angie. And I'm like, 
I don't have depth. I want to know, like, boom, boom, boom. I want to get in, grab what I need, and get out and, like, yeah. learn the skills, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I am not supposed to be the deep well. Like, just not. No, it's I not would say I have a really broad knowledge. I have a really broad knowledge. I can go in and basically yeah. talk to a beginner level on most things, just enough for people to go, wow, that's really interesting. But I don't have a deep like I went to a Halloween party last week and some dickhead guy started mansplaining to me about China and business. I, I can't remember. I was drinking. So I just started talking to him in Chinese. <laughs> like, oh my God, you speak Chinese. I'm like, yeah, up until a, to a point. And then <laughs> after that, I'm not going to be able to like, to, I'm not business proficient, you know? I can have a yeah. conversation in a restaurant type of thing. And that's where you stop yourself, right? Like you're learning just enough skills to have what you need. And then you stop yourself from thinking that it's great because you're like, I just don't know enough. I'm not deep enough, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, you got what you need, right? We always have what yeah. we need. <laughs> yeah. Jay needs to hear that. Oh, learning so she many does. lessons. I do. I do need to hear that because I like. I like knowing about things. I like knowing about a lot of different things. Um, but in knowing about a lot of different things, I, it's always going to be a struggle for time, unless like I had come onto this planet to just purely be a maester and just learn these things. Where am I realistically yeah. getting the time to go deep on these things when I'm having to work eight nine hours a day? Do you know what I mean? So. And I feel like that with human design, looking at my, like, I would, like, I literally thought I was going to, like, become an expert in two months because that's who I am. I'm like, yeah. And, you know, and I would go, 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 go. And then I would hate it and I'd throw it away. And then I would go, 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 go. And then I would hate it and I'd throw it away. And it took me, you know, six or seven years of this. And I still, I just finally made myself come out as this expert. But and and you guys could probably tell, like, I know my stuff, but I am a perfectionist. I want to know every single thing. If I didn't know every single thing, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be putting myself out there. That's wrong. Right. Like that's who, that's who I think I should be. And now I'm just like, no, stop it. Like you're denying people this because you want to be perfect. No, that's, that's vanity. That's one of my jinkies vanity. I want to be perfect. I want everybody to see me as perfect. No, stop. Wow, it's so interesting to hear it put like that. You are denying everybody these things because you want to be perfect. That's vanity. That is yeah. like a completely different way for me to think about it. But yeah, well, thank goodness you've stepped out seriously because we need this information. <laughs> I I don't know because I feel like it's it's quite advanced. But the gene key thing. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about what they were. Um, and just kind of the beginning of how to start to work with it. Cause I found it really interesting actually that you, you sent me off to read that book, like mind blowing. So I feel, I feel like human design, it really does take, yes, you can individually take the things and learn more about yourself, but it really does. Um, it's really nice to have an expert kind of show you how it works Gene keys, I feel like it's a lifelong contemplation and you need nobody to show you what Gene keys does. And that's like, I love to introduce it. If anybody has a reading with me, I will introduce it because I want you to have a lifelong path of getting to know yourself 
And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'll tell you how your energy works. I'll tell you what your human design is, but then I will introduce you to Gene Keys. And that's because um, Richard Rudd, he really, really went deep into this raw, like was very masculine about it. Like, here's how your energy works. This is how it goes. Boom, 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 boom. And then Richard Rudd was like, but I want to go deeper. I want to give somebody. Um, so the Gene Keys gives you each of these keys, which is just a gate in human design. So one of the little little gates in human design <clears throat> equate to Richard Rudd's beautiful little infographic about what your Gene Keys are. And it takes your um, your incarnation cross, which in human design is what you came here, what's your purpose, right? So you have your cross. And so it says like, what's your purpose? What's your evolution? So you always have something that's kind of hard. They don't seem like they match up, but they make you evolve over and over and over again. Um, but on if you get from the shadow level of a gene key, you get the shadow you get the gift and you get the city. And I throw the city out. Sometimes I look at it, but I'm not like trying to get to the city. That's like very enlightened. I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm here in this world to be here in this world. And so I'm really trying to get to the gift level. And if I get to enlightenment, whoa, you know, cool. But mm-hmm. I really just want the gift. And so you look at this and each of these little orbs has your shadow, your gift and your, you know, enlightened city. And, and so I'll just read them. I'll, I'll pick up my Gene Keys book on a Sunday morning, have my coffee, and I'll read it. And it always reads differently. Um, but yeah, my 12th, my 12th, which you have that too, um, Nikki, the 12th um, gate is vanity. It's vanity or discrimination. And I can use the discrimination the wrong way too, because I'm so good at seeing like, do they really know what they're talking about? Do they really have enough of that, you know, discriminating against what, um, but really it's because I'm using it in vanity. I'm like, and, and I'll go, you know, I'll go to a health professional finally. And I am like tearing them down in my head a little bit because I know more than them. Well, why didn't I step up and try to do that, right? Like, why am I sitting here hiding all this knowledge? And why am I being a jerk about it when they're actually trying to help people? And so, yeah, that's, oh my. that's like, I'm always looking at my jinkies and looking at where am I in the shadow? Where can I be in the that, gift? See, this is amazing because we've been doing so much on shadow work. And yeah, that completely makes sense for me. <laughs> um, but and shadow work, with... you know, they, t- yeah, they sorry, talk about on, shadow, shadow work, work all the time, but nobody tells you how to do it, right? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like the Gene Keys mm-hmm. tells me what my shadows are, and then I can work on them. Mm. Exactly. I think there are a lot of systems that show you how to, you know, internally perceive what sh- your shadow areas are, but to have it spelled out so, like, eloquently, that's really useful because you're able to point something saying, like, yeah, here I'm prone to this or prone to that. And for me to get to a place where I'm not doing that, this is what I'm looking to get to. I think that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and some people can, they can, they can go within and they can be like, Ooh, this is coming up for me. And I can feel where it is in my body and what it is. And I can send it love. And I can, I'm not very good at that. My mind is extremely active. I want something to give it to chew on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So have either of you looked at your, um, your gene keys more? 
Yeah. Like, sorry, that's why I'm going, because I pulled my gene keys up a few days ago, had a look and then pulled them up again this morning. And it's like, it made even more sense to me. Like, so love, it comes up as one of mine. In relationships, my greatest challenge is to transform the shadow of confusion into the gift of imagination. Okay, so this is like, when I read this this morning, it just the words that are used, I really hit me because I've been saying so much, Jay, I don't know if you have noticed this, but when something is weird for me, I'm like, yeah, so it's just like, you get so confused with this thing. And I felt so confused with that. And it's just like confusing and da, 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 da. Yeah, And I just yeah, started to realize you do. Don't I? <laughs> yeah. It's just confusing. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't quite make sense. Like, and it just, you know, it, it's actually brilliant. Yeah. So I really, I do want to start what you've, what you've suggested and kind of almost have like a little bit of a practice once a week or once a month, whatever, just kind of sitting with them, reading it. And just contemplating, like you're saying, like contemplating actually the process that I'm in or the stage that I'm in with that that part of me. Um, so yeah. everybody, get a reading with Angie, go and get the book, Gene Keys, a Richard Rudd. <laughs> sort your lives out. It's no excuse. <laughs> For real, it just, it's, it, and it's never perfect, right? Like I show up sometimes and I'm doing what I love and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm doing my dream. And then I get off a call and I'm like, now what you know it's never perfect but I come back to these tools over and over and over I come back to you know okay gratitude now uh, I'm in a little bit of a low so I'm just gonna be grateful I'm gonna have my chaga tea or my you know whatever and I'm gonna be grateful and I'm gonna um, feel this low I'm gonna feel this wherever I like I I'm just enjoying the experience of being human and I'm not trying to you know, they, the buzzword of spiritual bypassing, you know, like everything's fine, everything's fine. It never is. We have, you know, we have, we have so many individual channels that make us feel very sad sometimes. And they're not there for sadness. They're there to kind of bring us down um, so that we can go within. And it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is, I'm just supposed to go within right now, you know? Yeah. It's so good to have those reminders. Um, it's such a okay, it flips so, the perspective as well. It does. Hundred percent. I um wanted to ask you, Angie, as well, just about so your podcast. So obviously, we've got you to come in and give us this amazing gift um, of doing our charts for us. But obviously, you have a podcast that you're about to release, right? So, would you tell us a little bit about your podcast when it's coming out? What's about? <laughs> yeah, so um, my podcast is evolving on purpose, um, and I just chose evolving on purpose as my kind of overarching because I don't know who I'm going to be or where I'm going to go with any of this because I am always evolving my interests, uh, and I'm just really living my design. And my design is that what interests me and lights me up is where I'm going to go. And so that's that's why it's evolving on purpose. I'm just trying to take a purposeful I love that name, and very by the way. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yes, yeah. it's just like we're always you know, we always are evolving. And if you look at the spiral dynamics of a staircase, you're always, you know, meeting the same problems at a different level. It's how we're always going to be. Um, but I just want to be really purposeful in that. And so that's 
that's kind of the overarching theme of it. But I don't know, you know, sometimes I really want to talk about human design, but I don't want to shut anybody out um, of if they are not into human design or they're not a human, that they couldn't, you know, just come for a good conversation with people. So we'll see. It's evolving on purpose because it's, it's always going to evolve and it's always going to change, you know, where, my lens is looking and and right now it's kind of human design and gene keys and i know that'll always be a theme for me it's always going to be a lens i look at the world but um you know i might get back into nutrition again because i love it i might get into i'd really love to do some body um getting into my body my body is a big thing for me i try to get lost in my mind a lot and um so really doing some body practices so I might have guests on about that and things like that. But yeah, that's, wow, that's the podcast. And then I have evolving on purpose.org. If you just go evolving um, on purpose.org, it'll take you to my website. I offer readings via zoom. You can be anywhere in the, um, in the world and, and yeah. we can find a time to connect. Um, I have, I have a, personal reading or a family reading. <clears throat> it could be you and a partner. It could be you and a child. It's just an hour and a half. So I don't care if you want to have four people, it's just going to be that much shorter on each design. Um, and then I have the coaching. If you really want to like, I kind of looked at this and I, I, I really want to go deep and I want to meet with somebody, you know, once a week or it's just four sessions. You would, And then we would just figure out how to do those four sessions in a way that we keep meeting you where you're at in your design and using the different tools to really go deep. I absolutely love everything you're doing. It it just mm-hmm. feels like the earth needs right now someone actually helping people to step into their most authentic, truest selves or relationships. Um, and you know, our readings we we both really enjoyed the readings that we had. Um, mm-hmm. I've watched mine over a couple of times now, and I'm I'm really just so glad to have it all spell out so clearly because I can actually look into who I am in some kind of depth in a way that I haven't been able to like articulate beforehand um so I would Mm -hmm. I would definitely definitely recommend it when will your podcast be out I I was hoping November 1st, but like we were talking about, I need to become a very quick uh, editing expert. Um, I have four episodes down. I need um, one more before I really am going to launch. So today we're going to get that one done. And then, um, yeah, so I'm hoping mid-November might be December 1st. I'm not sure, but it's, it will be before the new year. It it will be out. Fabulous. We're yeah, definitely going to be keeping an eye out. Get us on your mailing list. We want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we will let all you guys, if you've loved this today, which I can't imagine why you wouldn't have, to be honest. Like, I'm so... <laughs> just it's been awesome um then please go and check out angie's stuff sign up follow her on instagram keep watching us because we will post when you when you have your launch date um yes and definitely. yeah get your chart done guys this is get like done. of all of this it's like a blueprint yeah, I mean, for who you are it's a bloody blueprint who doesn't want an instruction manual to just give you a few <laughs> tips on how to just walk through life that little bit easier and <laughs> seriously Get your chart done. Yes. 
And I, I, I love um, to meet people at their highest expression. You know, I might like t- touch on where it could be um, showing up for you. But, uh, you know, Carl Jung always said that when you meet people, um, I'm now missing the quote, but basically just saying like meeting people um, in their highest expression is like, then you allow them to to come to that. And that's, that's like my intention every single time that I read somebody is, is to really show you your, your highest potential. Fucking love it. Right. <laughs> Jay, do you want to say your words? <laughs> yes, I think now is a good a time as any to sign off this episode of the Afro Animist podcast. We've had lovely Angie on today. Thank you so much for being here, Angie. We put all of her details in the things below or above, depending on whatever platform you're on. Um, um, I've been Jay Percy. <laughs> and I'm Nicola Roth. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Tune in again next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you, beautiful being of the multiverse, for joining us on the Afro Animist podcast. If you want to get stuck into the conversation or have a question about anything we speak about here, join our mailing list and find us on our socials. On TikTok and Instagram, find us at the Afro Animist Podcast. On Twitter, you can find us at Afro Animist. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, you can also find this talk on YouTube. Just search for us and we will pop up as if by magic. If you're loving what we're talking about here, share, like and subscribe. And remember to leave us a thumbs up or five star rating on your favourite platform.